Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Two Angry Men. Davino's meal was interrupted as five men burst into the inn. Davino silently snarled. He recognized the pompous uniforms of the ruler's emissaries. Of course, they recognized him immediately and surrounded his table. He sighed, pushing back his food. Though exhausted, physically and emotionally, Davino was going to give them a piece of his mind. One of the emissaries broke the seal and unfurled the scroll, presenting a formal order demanding Divino return to their city under threat of punishment. Divino took a swig of wine and stared down the emissary. He was not sure if he should chew him out or laugh at the ridiculousness of the whole matter. Do you know, he asked the men, his fists clenched on the table, what this man has done to me? The ruler had commissioned Davino to build a great monument. Ecstatic, Davino dove into his work. However, when he tried to get the funds from the ruler to buy materials, he could not get an audience. Trustingly, Davino footed the large bill himself, expecting reimbursement, but reimbursement never came. Then, Davino reported, one morning I overheard a guard say that he was ordered to keep me away. That was the last straw. He left the city, stopped for a meal at this inn, and intended to return home once he finished this shouting match with the emissaries. Davino rose from the bench and grabbed the document from the emissary. If the ruler wants me, Davino said, he needs to find me elsewhere. The emissaries shouted back, but they knew that there was nothing they could do. They were outside the ruler's jurisdiction. They finally got Davino to agree to at least write the ruler a reply. Davino did write a passionate and unapologetic response. He declared that he would never return to the ruler's presence. Davino considered himself to be driven away like a criminal, that his faithful service had not deserved such treatment, and that the ruler should look elsewhere for someone to serve him. He signed the letter and tossed it to the emissaries. They delivered the letter to the ruler, and Davino continued his journey home. The ruler was livid that his order was disobeyed, but there was little he could do. The ruler bombarded Davino with messages demanding his return either by force or favor. Eventually, negotiations 
and irresistible promises brought Davino back to the city. When Davino returned, he fully expected to resume his grand project, but the ruler gave him a new assignment outside his field of expertise. Though money was no longer an issue, Davino protested and was furious. He once again felt betrayed and only gave in when he saw the ruler was about to fly into a rage. Davino closed himself off from the world to work on this project. The process was long and tedious, and Davino was detailed in every aspect of the task. Four years later, he completed the assignment, stunning his contemporaries and the world. The dysfunctional relationship between two angry men contributed to the creation of a true masterpiece when Pope Julius II sidelined Davino's grand project to build a funerary monument and relegated him to paint a chapel in memory of the Pope's own uncle, Pope Sixtus IV. The famous chapel filled with stunning frescoes named the Sistine Chapel, painted by a sculptor named Michelangelo. And for this week, that's the word. When will you make an end? When I'm finished. That was Julius II and Michelangelo from the great movie The Agony and the Ecstasy, which is something you should totally watch. When I was a seminarian in Rome, I really enjoyed giving tours of St. Peter's Basilica. And I stumbled across this book that someone recommended me called Basilica, The Splendor and the Scandal, Building St. Peter's by R.A. Scotty. And this is the primary source of our story today. I never quite put together the fact that Michelangelo, a sculptor, was responsible for painting the Sistine Chapel. Originally, when he got to know Julius II, he was commissioned to build Julius II's own tomb, which is going to be comparable to a tomb of a great Caesar. And of course, they had, as our story relates, the falling out. And when Michelangelo does come back, he expects to continue to work on this, this tomb. But because of all the other artistic figures and architectural figures, including men like Raphael and the dark horse who wound up being the architect for St. Peter's Basilica, Bermonti, Julius II realizes Michelangelo needs to be removed from the project at St. Peter's, and that's where his funeral monument was going to be in. And he asked Michelangelo to do this side project of painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, which, of course, is why Michelangelo was furious, because he was not a painter, he was a sculptor. And in fact, one of the things he told Julius II when he found out that he was being asked to paint the ceiling, 
He said, get Raphael to fresco your ceiling. Because again, Michelangelo was a sculptor, not a painter. For context here, the St. Peter's Basilica we see today was built originally or was started by Julius II. Julius II tore down the original St. Peter's Basilica to make way for this new basilica. And the original was built by Constantine in the 300s. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, Two Angry Men, at thunderrock.org, where you can see one of our favorite scenes from the movie, The Agony of the Ecstasy, and also a link to the book Basilica to learn more about this amazing project. Thunderrock.org is also the place where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.